It's great that you didn't need to uh, subscribe to, I mean, I guess I want to, we would call it Western medicine, um, mm. you know, where you take a pill to, to fix whatever your, whatever the ailment is, uh, which usually mm. creates another ailment that you need another pill for. Right. Mm. Um, but being able to do that on your own, I mean, what did we do before that? You know, before we had medicines and all these other things, we just figured it out. Right. Yeah, it's 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 funny because, like before, like I I don't even think like I don't even know it's a social anxiety like this was a thing. I didn't even know at the time when I was going through it that it was called social anxiety. That when a letter found out, people started calling it social anxiety. So the thing is, like, it's normal to, is it's, it's like actually normal to like be afraid to go talk to people. It's like from evolutionary standpoint, but some people struggle more than others. But also, like, it's true. Like some people have like this self-fulfilling prophecy sean dustin spent time in federal and state prison for drug trafficking and fraud upon release in 2006 he had nothing but the clothes on his back a bag of mail and legal paperwork in 2010 he kicked a longtime methamphetamine habit and started the long climb back up the ladder of life this is the nowhere to go but up podcast if you want transparency and authenticity, you're in the right place. This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast, and this is Sean Dustin. This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Dustin. Today, we are talking to Brian Choi, and Brian answered one of my uh, posts that I put out in in Facebook land and uh, for Bottoms in Life Struggles, and what Brian has struggled with is uh, being uh, social anxiety, socially awkward, not knowing how to uh, deal with people pretty much and so we're gonna we're here to talk about it brian how are you doing good man good seeing you yeah you too you too uh it's thursday one more day closer to friday but every day's kind of been a friday for me the last uh seven weeks <laughs> dude it's thursday like you ever feel like just because like like you don't, you don't do you like not keep like lost track of like what day of the week it is because like i feel like every day is the same yeah, well, uh, if I didn't have to do these uh, these Thursday and Friday uh, uh, recordings that I schedule, oh, that's true. Then yeah, but I mean this this serves as my social my socialization too. Yeah, you know, talking I mean, like to, I don't know how you keep up, man. Sixteen a day. Well, not sixteen <laughs> like a day. A two days. Two days. Eight eight oh, per day. So eight a day. Yeah, sixteen that's, would be a little socialization. Much. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Wow, it's it's really good for you. It gets you. The, it helps you. It helps with the social anxiety. You know, it gets hey, you talking to go. people. Very you know. relevant topic. Awesome, man. Yep, yep. So go ahead and explain to us uh, the uh, me, my, and the listeners a little bit about you and and how you came to be here. Awesome, man. So long story short is that, so you, Sean, you know how like in school they're like the popular kids that get like all the attention from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was not me. So I was actually the opposite and I was kind of off to the corners and that's like a good way of putting it. But I just didn't know. I just couldn't figure out how to talk to people it was kind of in my head all the time. And it was like, it got worse to a point where like just a thought, just a mere thought of going up and talking to people or having conversations with people. I just like, it's like freaking out. I'd have anxiety attacks in the middle of the street one of the busiest street in Korea where I live, like hundreds of people walking by. It's like, imagine like Times Square, just having an anxiety attack in the middle of the middle of Times Square. And I, it got to a point where, like, I have to figure something out because, like, this is, like, killing me. Like, I can't talk to people. I can't meet people. I can't figure out what I want to do in my life. And it's becoming a major, like, roadblock and setback in my life. That's, like, like losing out on a lot of major life opportunities. So I had to figure out a way. And it's, it's crazy because a lot of people, they, they try to take prescription pills or go to psychotherapy or they do a lot of this stuff. But I, I didn't do any of that, right? So I overcame social anxiety without prescription pills, psychotherapy, meditating, all that kind of stuff. And so super excited to talk to you about because I know like some of the different hosts here, 
uh, some of the guest speakers here, you have you talked about like mental health and all that kind of stuff, and really rising from rock bottom. So super excited to talk about that, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, and, I mean it's great that you didn't need to uh, subscribe to. I mean, I guess I want to. We we call it Western medicine. Um, mm. you know, where you take a pill to, to fix whatever your, whatever the ailment is, uh, which usually mm. creates another ailment that you need another pill for. Right. Mm. Um, but being able to do that on your own, I mean, what did we do before that? You know, before we had medicines and all these other things, we just figured it out. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because like before, like, I don't even think like I don't even know if like, social anxiety like this was a thing. I didn't even know at the time when I was going through it that it was called social anxiety. That when a letter found out, people started calling it social anxiety. So the thing is like it's normal to it's, it's, it's like actually normal to like be afraid to go talk to people. It's like from evolutionary standpoint. But some people struggle more than others. But also like it's true. Like some people have like this self fulfilling prophecy where they think they have it. So they have to prove themselves subconsciously that they have it so they can't go talk to people. So a lot of people kind of like go through this. It's kind of like a mind fuck, but yeah, it's, it's true. Like you don't really need prescription pills or go to psychotherapy, talk to a counselor per se to be able to go up and talk to people. You can go up and talk to people by going up and talking to people. So it's like easier said than done, but it's like the general picture of it. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like getting, you know, what, what it, so I'll use, uh, I'll use women for an example, right? That's an easy yeah. one. Uh, yeah. most men don't are afraid to approach a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you afraid of that? Rejection. We don't like yeah. the way rejection feels, right? So if I just don't go and talk to a beautiful woman, even though I'm very attracted to her and I think that, you know, I, I, I have a chance, but the rejection portion of it keeps me from going and doing that. Right. Right. And so, I mean, I, I even, I, to this day, I have a, I have a hard time approaching women in, you know what I mean? I online, Oh, this is my domain here. I kill it here. Right. I can talk to anybody. There you go. I can, uh, you know, on online dating, I can, you know, spit, spit game with the best of them. Uh, put me in front of you. Now, horrible. Mm. But when they get to know you, it's a whole different story. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the, that's like, that's where you need to, you know, how do you get people to get to know you so they could see that, you know what I mean? And then, because mm. once, once people see that, then it's like, oh yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a great question because yeah, I, I totally see what you're saying because like, that's the same thought I was going through too. I feel like, dude, like once I, once I figured out how to actually start a conversation with these people, these girls, right? Because like when I was nineteen, I was like, I was I was uh, I was going to a Catholic school in Korea. We wore these like school uniforms, all guys, no girls, and I see like other kids having like girlfriends and like going on dates and all that stuff. I'm like, damn, I want to do that too. And so I tried going up and talking to girls, but I just, I just couldn't do it, right? So I was like freaking out. And I was in my head, I was like, once I figure out how to start a conversation with these girls or like anyone in general, I feel like. Like, they're going to see my personality on this stuff. So, like, the first hurdle is, like, getting over. Like, it, it's so funny. Like, it's, like, once you start the conversation, it's, like, not as scary, right? And, like, it's easier to get to know each other. It's, like, the initial stage of, like, just worrying about all the possible, like, worst-case scenarios that's actually, like, holding a lot of people back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we tend to, uh, we, as, as humans, right? You know, doesn't Korean, uh, Mexican, uh, American, it doesn't matter. We're all humans, right? We're all wired the same yeah. way. We're, you know, at the, at the most basic level, we're the same, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just kind of how we're wired, right? And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's getting out of your own way and, mm-hmm. and stop believing that, that voice in your head, you know, your sub, I actually wouldn't even be your subconscious because your subconscious, you don't, it doesn't talk to you, but the, the, mm. the, the voice that's in your head that we all have, right? We yeah. all, we all have self talk inside of ourselves. And it's that voice that also is the defeating part of people because that voice keeps you from doing so many things that you want to do, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the background guy that's telling you, ah, oh, no, nah, she doesn't want to talk to you. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you're crazy. She's way out of your league. 
Why would <laughs> why would you think that you even have a shot with this person? And you just keep walking. Oh, never mind. You know? Yeah, I, I get you. It's like because it's like it's actually kind of normal, right? So because like we come from like cavemen back when like whenever, right? We're in cave and like if we were to like go talk to strangers, aka people in different tribes, then we had the risk of getting uh, getting uh, stones and rocks thrown at us mm-hmm. and possibly die mm-hmm. or get kicked out of a tribe and get mauled by a lion. Right. So that's like simple way of putting it. But like that's like deeply injected into our DNA. Mm-hmm. And Tony Robbins says it all the time. We have a two million year old brain. And like that same thing, the same like the way our brains are wired, uh, wired is like the same way we think now. So it's kind of like irrational if you think about it, because like now, like, well, we're not because we talk to a stranger doesn't mean we're going to get rocks thrown at us. Doesn't mean it's, we're going to get mauled by a lion if you live in like a civilized country, which a lot of people do. Right. And that's um, that's like a simple way of putting it. But a lot of times what, what happens is there's something called social conditioning. And um, a lot of guys or a lot of people in general, they have like negative emotions associated those kind to, uh, those, um, to those kind of actions. So going up and talking to a stranger, going up and talking to a girl because they see in movies or hear other people talk about it or because of their previous experiences of not getting good reaction. Because a lot of people think that just saying one line, one clever line, just, it's just going to have like the girl like fall in love with them. But that's just, I, I wish it worked that way. So like all we have to do is like study the one line, but that's just how it works, right? But because they'll get not like the best reaction that they hope for in their mind. Now, now they associate that action of going up and talking to people to rejection, to fear, to all this kind of stuff. So that's kind of like what happens, you know? And so you, you don't, so you, you figured this self, this, you figured this out in yourself. So now, no, I mean, do you, do not. you, do you, oh, so you're still, you're still within this, this, uh, uh, trying to figure it out, uh, phase. I mean, like figuring out is, it's like, it, it feels like, like I'm not at the destination yet. Right. So of course, like I'm like, I'm like nowhere closer where I'm be. like I've, amazing things have happened as a result of that, as a progress of that. But like, what I meant is like, I've had people helping, right. I've had mentors and I've had, um, to get like live coaching flow, like fly across the world, go to seminars, workshops, uh, live coaching, um, just crazy stuff. So yeah, I didn't figure this stuff out on my own. I had to get help from other people. You know, I've had to pay thousands of dollars trying to figure it out. Books, time, you know, and yeah, like I'm not at the end destination yet. It's like, I'm still learning. If it's all about girls and, and the no. opposite, and the opposite sex, or is it just, or is it everybody in general? So for me, like when I first started, my goal was to like go just get a girlfriend. That was my only goal. Like, so that's how I got started. I'm like, dude, I'm like 19 years old, virgin. I'm like, dude, I just want to meet girls. I want to get a girlfriend. That's all I wanted. Then it got to this whole world of like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Like, like understanding how humans operate. And so then it got me into the world of business networking and like driving through people's network. And like, um, we were able to do amazing things. Like we were able to host like charity events. And, you know, help mental health organizations and like people who are recurring from domestic violence and anti-bullying. And I got to understand those kind of people. But right now what I'm doing is like helping introverted men really build and connect with people and create like a positive social environment around them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people like they want to do amazing things in their life. It's just that the people around them don't help them necessarily. And it's not that they make it that's an excuse. It's just that like whenever they try to do something, it's like, oh, like I want to quit my job and start my business or I want to get in shape. But people pull them down because it's like crabs in a bucket. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like when have you heard of that phrase? Yep. Crabs in a bucket. I actually go crab yeah. fishing. So I know I know what they do quite well. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. I don't know if that was actually real or not. But like for anyone who, uh, who doesn't know what it is, it's basically like when it's like just imagine like these bunch of crabs in a bucket and one crab tries to get out of the bucket. And all the other crabs, like, drag the crab down. It's like, where are you going? Like, stay in the bucket. So that's kind of what's happening with a lot of people. And I ask this to a lot of guys, and they say, like, so, like, so how many how many people in your life have to, like, encourage your, your dreams or, like, your ambitions or plans? And they're, like, almost like no one. And that's, like, killing them, right? Or, like, they don't have anyone to talk about, like, entrepreneurship, business stuff they're interested in, so they feel lonely. So that's all the stuff that I'm helping nowadays. Yeah, your parents are probably the worst ones that you want to uh, talk mm-hmm. to about stuff like that because they have they already have a preconceived idea of 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 what they want for you. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, it's I, true. And, and especially in, in your culture, I can almost mm-hmm. guarantee you, and, and it's not just yours. It's, it's not just Asian cultures. It's, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's very prevalent because oh, yeah. the parents, you know, they come, especially the ones that come from, uh, you know, other countries to America, uh, you know, they, they feel like they've, you know, we've, you know, moved here to give you a better opportunity and this is what you're going to do. Mm. You know, this, that we're here because we wanted better opportunities for you, you know, and I'm not saying that that, I mean, that's just in, in, in general. I don't know. There's probably, you know, m- many opportunities in Korea. I don't know. I don't, I've never been there. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I know, I know K-pop. There you go. But I, I don't ever listen to it. I never listened to it. I just, I just know what it <laughs> is, you, you know? Um, so, I mean, I, I I don't know I but what I do know is mm-hmm. you know yeah I I sometimes I'm afraid to talk to women but ah, excuse me but for the most part it's a, it's a numbers game right yeah so if I go and I talk to uh, five girls right or not it's mm-hmm. a, a ten if I talk to ten girls of those ten I'm probably gonna get at least two numbers right there you go at least two. And then maybe of those two, I might be able to sleep with one of them, mm-hmm. right? You know, because that's what my goal was. Uh, there you go. You know, that's that's a that's like a conversion rate right there. Yeah, you know, and so you just play a number. <laughs> you play the numbers game, right? And businesses do yeah. it all the time. They're constantly playing numbers games. Um, yeah. You know, the more people that you have contact with, let's put it put it in a business perspective. The more yeah. leads that you have, and you go and talk to. You're going to get how many no's? No, we're not interested. No, we're not interested. But of like, you know, those 50 leads that might, that might equate to, uh, you know, two customers. Yeah. You know, and it's the same, it's the same thing. You just got to figure out a way not to be cheesy. Yeah. It's like, it's so funny because I, I, I first got into like this whole, like, I first got into this dating world, right? Learning about dating and talking to women. Then I got into the business world and I saw like the such similarities. It's just insane, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like in both cases though, it's like same thing happens. Like you got to add value to people. And with, with, uh, with women, for example, there's a like, different way. So when I say add value, a lot of people think that's kind of superficial. It's just money. But a lot of times it's mm-hmm. like the non-materialistic, the what you can't buy with money that's like more valuable to people. So for example, Adding you adding value to for let's say you're at a bar or a club or whatever, right? So you can buy them a drink, that's like one way of adding value, or you can invite them to your table, that's one way of adding value. I've done both of those. Or you can actually like build commonalities. You can like ask about them, like actually genuinely have interest in what they have to say. Like these are all different ways of adding value. And business, like you can send them like a free report, a free training video, or like a free product, like what have you, right? So like it's so funny how like Oh, like, oh, of course, like the like, different intricacies, like female psychology are a little different from like business psychology, but like the general, like whole big picture is that, oh, like people are people, <laughs> you know what I mean? People are people and people want authenticity. Yeah. What, I mean, that's, what, that, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why my podcast is, is becoming, you know, kind of, I'm not going to say popular, but I mean, it's gaining traction because there go. It's, it's, I'm authentic. You know, you can yeah. listen to any episode that I have and I'm telling you the truth about my life, even the bad stuff. Yeah. It's mostly the bad stuff. I mean, I got good stuff too, but I mean, you know, my, our, people's real lives are not highlight reels. We yeah. have, we have more bad, we have more times where we're in, when we're in, uh, you know, some sort of a turmoil than we are, uh, you know, great pictures that we post on, on Instagram, you know? Uh, we struggle more than we, uh, well, at least I do. I struggle more in trying to figure out how to be a good person than I do all of the highlights that I have in, in my life. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I think it's the, it's the same, it's the same thing kind of went off track there a little bit. Sorry. Uh, no, I feel it, but, but like, I feel it. Cause like Sean, like the thing I love about your podcast is like, I've, I've been on the shows as well and those are great. Right. But I think like I get what you're saying is like they only try to show the highlight reel and it's like that's great. I learned from you know what they say and like I, I love some of them, but it, it's like hard time relating with that because like are you even a human? Like, you know? And it's like like I kind of get like what they're trying to say, or like Instagram, for example. Like I understand that social platform is meant for highlights. Like Instagram, it's kind of like when you see like LeBron James highlight, right? They're only gonna show the shots that he makes. And only the dunks and like the the blocks is doing like mm-hmm. they're not going to show the 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 highlight where like he's 
missing all the shots, right? So I get like the place of that, and like there's a place and time for that. But like the thing I love about your show is that like you're showing your failures, it's showing like the tough times, your tough times, and like other people's tough times, and people listen to that as like, oh, like it's like actually, like it's like almost like almost like sitting down in a bonfire and just like sitting down with your neighbors or something like that, going to camp and like roasting some marshmallows and talking about like rock bottom moments and like how you overcame that. It's like, I think that's like the most fascinating thing. Well, that's what we used to do, right? As yeah. In tribes. How did you, how did you learn, you know, from your tribe when, when somebody ate the wrong thing and got sick, you know, mm-hmm. you, you usually sat around a fire or, you know, you're in a group, some a setting somehow. And, and, you know, you're, you're telling, you learn from, from other people's mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. Nowadays, I mean, we don't really, I don't think that we necessarily learn from other people's mistakes. Uh, it's really hard, uh, for, at least for myself, it's hard for me to listen to somebody's story and not, and, and, and not, not so much that it's that we have to go through it in order to understand it, to be able yeah. to overcome it and move on from it. Right. So um, it's, but it's, it's good to have the seeds of other people's stories in our head and maybe that we resonate with because it makes us feel like, okay, well, I'm struggling with that too. So I'm not alone. And, yeah. and, and this is how, how they got through it. So let me see if I can apply some of it to my, my own life. Right. But some of these, yeah. some of these things, you're just going to have to go through, through it to get to Absolutely. the other side, you know? Absolutely. And like, I love that because a lot of times we feel like our problems are so personal, right? Mm-hmm. We think that it's like so unique. It's like, Oh God, why do I have to go through this? Like, no one else is going through this, but like, there's like, well, like seven, eight billion people in the world. And there, there's only like one person, another person. So like one of my uh, mentors, when I was like getting into self-help, like what he would always say is like, the more personal the problem feels, the more universal it is. Mm-hmm. So what I felt was like, God, like, why can't I just talk to people like a normal human being? Why am I running out of things to say? Why do I feel awkward all the time? What, like, I feel like everyone else just has like their shit together. What I later found out was that, like there's so many people who are running out of things to say. Like, and I talked to like a lot of guys, um, uh, like struggling with the same problem. And there's like, you see the same pattern over and over and over again. Like they're stuck in their head. They're running out of things to say. They didn't have supportive people around. It's like the same thing. It's just like, so if you're listening to this right now and you feel like you're in this alone, it's like, no, like the chances are you're not, you just haven't seen it yet. So once you see like, you know, like people who are on the show, like just listen to it and like, oh, like they've gone through something similar. They overcame it. And like, it gives you actual proof, not just motivation. That's cool too. But like actual data, like logically, like, oh, like that person just like me went through the same thing and overcame it. If I do that, maybe I can do it too. So it's like, like you said, like you can see proof. So now you got to actually like go through and like overcome it yourself. And then you may not, you may not, you may not overcome it the first time you try, but as long as you're still in the, you know what I mean? It's in, it's in the forefront of, of yeah. things that you want to take care of and, and, and fix. Um, at some point, if you continue to, to, uh, progress and evolve, it'll take care of itself. You know what I mean? You, you know, you're putting, you're being intentional about what you want to achieve, uh, in, in your life around this area. And, Mm -hmm. and it will at some point work out for you. I mean, it's just the way it is, you know, just like, just like addiction, you know, I didn't, I didn't stop doing drugs overnight. I didn't just say, Hey, you know, this isn't working for me. I'm going to stop. It's over. (laughs) No, it didn't work that way. It took me 15 years of 18 institutions and, uh, a whole lot of, uh, uh, messed up things and relationships that were ruined and, 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 you know, the people that I hurt, uh, you know, emotionally. And so it, it, it was a long time, but I, I stuck with it. You know, I, I didn't like how I was. And so at some point it finally worked. Uh, you know, some, some addicts aren't that, that lucky, you know, they, they, they mess with drugs that are, are a lot harder and, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that next time is the last time and there is no more time, you know? Yeah. And it's like, so I gotta give you like so much props to that because like, like you said, like a lot of people just like giving up or not even try. And a lot of people, because they think, well, I was uh, like, I was like, I, like, I was like the biggest of this, but like, you'll try something, right? For example, if you're struggling with like being addicted to drugs or like struggling with talking to people, 
most people don't even like try to get out of that. Like they, like a lot of people, like they don't even like, they're not even aware of the problem or those who are, they kind of neglect. It's like, oh, I think I'm kind of good. Like, I think I'm not doing too bad. You know, that's like the worst spot. So like when they say like the enemy of the great is the good, like that's exactly what it is. Like a lot of you'll have like an ego or something. Right. And like the best, like it's better to be like rock bottom. Cause like, it's like, it's like nowhere to go about up. Right. It's like, it's like once you're at like rock bottom, now it's like, Oh, like I need to fix this. It's like a turning point. Mm-hmm. And because like you like try to overcome it, like try to overcome a drug addiction and you'll try a couple of times and it doesn't work. And you're like, Oh, I give up. It's not, it's not working out. I, I can't do it. And, but if you do that, then like now there's like no going back. It's like, you can't like, now you're going back downwards. Like you're slipping, but you actually try and like, you'll try and try. It's kind of like when you try to, when you try to like uh, cut a stone in half, right. With an ax or something. Mm-hmm. As I, I heard an analogy somewhere, but like, you'll try to like chop that stone. Like you'll like try to like use an ax or a hammer or something. You like break it down, try to break it down like 99 times, like nothing happens, but on the hundredth time, like it'll crack. Mm-hmm. So you'll try something. It's like, you think it's not working. Well, just like, if it's not working, then like try something else, but you'll try for months and years. And then it feels like nothing's working and you feel stupid. You feel dumb. You feel like, what what's the point of trying? But it's like the next day you could like actually see a breakthrough. And I see this over and over and over again. So it's like keeping at it. It's like understanding like the purpose of that is like, why do I want this so bad? Why? Like, if I don't do this, what happens? And if I do this, what happens? Right. So like measure it out and like actually like go do the thing. Yeah. You're, you're, you're building a, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? You're building a, you're building a muscle, right? Yeah. And so each time you attempt to, to each, I'll use just myself, for example, each time that I attempted to stop doing drugs, right. And I failed, uh, the time in between me stopping got less and less. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's say the first time I tried to stop doing drugs, all right, and I failed. Well, I was out there doing them for a year and a half, two and two years straight before I tried to stop trying to do it again. Mm-hmm. And then after that time, it was only a year in between. And then after that time, it was only six months in between. And after that time, it was only until it got to the point where it's like, all right, you know what I mean? And so yeah. the, the time in between got less, which was, which is actually progress, right? Yeah. I love that, dude. It's like, cause like, but it's, but it's, 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 it's a horrible way to look at trying to stop doing drugs. So let's, yeah. so let's, you don't do that if you're out there yeah. listening. I mean, try to get some help if you need it. I, I had gone to three, three rehabs before I stopped and another one wasn't going to do me any good. I had already learned everything that I was going to learn about stopping drugs from a rehab perspective. And uh-huh. it was on, on me. So if you use, uh, weight, uh, losing weight. That's a good one. Uh, you, go. you know, that's one that everybody can kind of relate to. Yeah. Uh, same thing. So you, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to get healthy and I'm going to eat right. And you know, that lasts for about what uh, you started, uh, May, uh, January 1st. And it usually, <laughs> it usually fizzles out around February, uh, 30, 28th, you know, yeah, 29th or it. leap year. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's giving people a lot of credit, right? Oh yeah. All right. So, but the next time you attempt it again, you're 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 more apt to stay on track longer right absolutely and at some point you're either going to uh make it a lifestyle or you're going to commit to the point where you actually see results Mm -hmm. and that happened to me last time i tried to do it so i I saw results and you you know i kept it off for about two years and you know covid really didn't help uh (laughs) Help me because I put it all back on, you know, be in Perfect the last timing. seven weeks. Well, you know, I've been eating good. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, as long as your mind is is on it, you're you're going to progress within it, right? Yeah, and and for this, I think like like dumber people have a better better chance of like actually like doing that than smarter people. Because I'm like I'm I'm really dumb, right? I'm mm. like. Uh, there's a there's a there's a book called the uh, the ultimate sales machine and that in that book there's a term called phd pig-headed discipline so it's like if you don't overthink it it's like oh god but what like how many days or weeks it's gonna take like what's the what's the return on investment but i'm like i'm like dumb so i'm just like dude i, I don't care like i'll just like figure things out and like i'll i'll make things work and like that kind of like works so i think like if you're just like 
so like focused, like like a like a racehorse, like laser focus on the vision, like tunnel vision, and like just try to make it work. That I think is like actually better than like ah oh, God, try for three days, put in seven hours of work, didn't work. It doesn't work, man. It's a scam. I think it's better to like actually have that. But I love to hear your thoughts on it as well. Well, I mean, being a skeptic is is not a bad thing. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't have uh, tribes that we're worried about taking us out anymore. But we do have people uh, that are trying to remove us from our money constantly every day we have things coming at us you know Mm. oh i've got this for you i got this coaching program for you i've got this over here you open your mailbox and guess what there's more people trying to trying to suck you in and take your money right uh so we we're we're conditioned to that and so what do we i mean when somebody comes at me and i'm going through this right now actually and i want to build a network um Mm. to kind of eliminate this and and kind of you know have a vetted uh system of people that i've talk to coaches that I have, to, you know, I, I haven't bought coaching um, just because I haven't found somebody that, that I trust enough yeah. that's going to, uh, you know, mentor me in, into, into where I want. And plus I'm cheap. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I was like, well, how I can figure out a way to do this myself or, or I'll, or I'll have people on my podcast and I'll ask them the questions. Like I'll have coaches on my podcast and ask them mm-hmm. the questions that I want answered that I have. You know what I mean? I'm struggling with yeah. this. Uh, Amy Barsky, that's a good one. Uh, I think she was, she's a life coach and a yoga instructor. And, nice. uh, I, I talked to her about it. I'm like, Hey, look, I procrastinate all the time. I have all this, this is what I do. And, and, you know, she just talks to me about it. And that's what I kind of use my podcast for. So if I'm struggling with it, then I'm sure other Smart. people are struggling with it, right? Yeah. You know, so. It's like, it's like true, like, in that sense, like, when you say, like, oh, I was like, in that sense, like, yeah, like, you got to look at different people. Because what I've noticed from, like, spending, like, like a lot of money, <laughs> like tens of thousands of dollars in, like, coaches and mentorship is that a lot of times you'll see, like, a guru or, like, a mentor. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And, like, you'll see, like, an influencer or whatever. And, like, from the outside, it looks perfect. Like, oh, like the program, like so many people getting results and like, like the branding's on point. It's like, oh, like that's like, this person's like famous or like he's successful. So maybe his students are successful as well. But what I've noticed is like, that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. And I've gone through like really famous pro- people's programs and like you get into inside and you see like the dirty truth, like behind the curtains. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like people are not getting results. I, 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 I didn't know this was happening. So it's like, like. You should like, if you're like paying for coaches or whatever, it's kind of a side tangent, but like, you should like, like find out their dirtiest sides first. So like, of course, like see proof, not just going on the Reddit forum and like see people gossiping, but like actual like data and proof that like, if this is working or not. And once and like the success rate and all that stuff. And like, once you can find that out, then you can kind of like, see it's like, oh, like maybe I can resonate with this person. Like I can actually see proof that it's actually working consistently. So maybe I can go with this person. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to, you have to do your homework. Um, yeah. I mean, especially some of these coaches are, are super expensive, mm. you know, Tony Robbins, what is he? He's got that platinum is like 300 or a hundred thousand a year for the platinum uh, membership. It's like, I, I know for one-on-one coaching, he charges like a million. Uh, well that's minimum. yeah. Yeah. Well he, yeah, if you want to go one-on-one with him, it's a million plus 10% of your company. Yeah. To, to, to talk to Tony Robbins, I mean, you know, you're 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 cool, brother, but you ain't that cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're not you're not cool enough to to for me to want to give you that kind of money, and, and you know, right? I, I, you know, but I mean, maybe it's it's worth it to some people that you know have that yeah. to spend. You know, I mean, you uh-huh. obviously the the million that you've that you've made is it wasn't enough for you that you need more millions. <laughs> You know that you're willing right. to just drop a drop a million on on just being able to talk and, and have someone coach you. I mean, I don't I don't right. know I don't I don't understand it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I you know I've been taught I, I I'm struggling with it. It's something I'm struggling with. Mm. You know because I know that mentorship is cuts out a lot of the a lot of the steps right because these people have yeah. already done it and so really that's what you're paying for. You're paying for their expertise. And, and, and eliminating some of the steps that you don't have to go through uh, in, in, in order to wherever it is you're trying to take your business, your life, your, you know, whatever. Um, Absolutely. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess my hack is, is you know, uh, trying to like, uh, you know, 
talk to some people that are coaches and, and, you know, get information out of them. And also, you know, Hey, you can, mm. you know, talk to my listeners and, and, and give your spiel and, and, you know, maybe this will help them. And so I go. guess that's my, that's my, uh, my, my cheap way of getting out of paying for coaching, uh-huh. you know? Uh, but I do, I do want to, uh, uh, put something out there at some point where, okay. you know, there's, so many different coaches for so many different things, right? So if oh, yeah. you if you were to break down, like, okay, well, I need help with this. I need help with finances. I need help with, uh, uh, you know, health. Uh, there's a coach for that. I've got some other things. So you know, when we're all said and done, I, I need five coaches. Uh, yeah. How much is that going to cost me? Well, pro- right. probably close to five grand. You know, and and right. Honestly, I mean, that's about how much they cost about a thousand per, you know, uh, I think you can get, get them as cheap as $500 packages. But I mean, if you really mm-hmm. want any kind of, uh, mentorship, you're going to have to, you know, drop at least a G on each one of them. Of so, so I want to try and, and, and find a, a different way, uh, mm-hmm. maybe have by through having Skype interviews in my, in my Facebook group, you know what I mean? Have a mm-hmm. guy that, you know, somebody that I talk to come in there and do a presentation, uh, in a Q and a on their coaching and what they do, uh, you know, to try to get people to understand. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm, I'm searching mm. for different ways to try to bring value to people and, mm. uh, you know, and not, it, not have it be such a huge commitment. Cause I think that's where people fall, fall short. Cause I mean, we don't, I mean, money's not an end of supply, especially yeah. now when nobody's working. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm not. So, I mean, I, I'm getting money still, but I mean, it's not, it's not from, uh, you know, it's, it's because of the government or the disability that I'm, that I got on before, uh, mm-hmm. this whole COVID thing happened. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I'm, I'm trying to find it out for myself still. Gotcha. So, yeah. So like what, what, what we teach people is like, there's like two ways of, um, getting a mentor, right? So you can work your way in or you can buy your way in. So buying your way in is like what we just talked about, right? So like paying them for former mentorship, like people who like actually do it or people who don't like formally teach it. You can just pay like, hey, can I pay you like money to teach me how to do it? He's like, I don't teach you that stuff. I was like, well, I'll pay you money. He's like, okay, sure. Why not? And that's like quick, right? Because like money, you're like, you have leverage. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, it's, it depends, right? Do you have more money or do you have more time? It's like, if you have more time, it's like, okay, like I'll spend my time. Well, the thing with time is that you can't get time back. So that's like one downside, right? It's like, it's actually like really lethal, but like, if that's like only thing you have, then it's like you, you know, you do that. But if you have money, like you don't have to spend time. So you pay them right in there and like you get quick results. And it's like looking at the return on investment, I think. And it's like, not necessarily return on investment as in like money. Like, of course, like you can like a business coach and maybe if you pay them like $2,000, he makes you, he helps you make like $5,000. It's like, oh, like that's like actually like good return on my investment because mm-hmm. I'm making like $3,000. And because I know how to do, I can consistently make more money, right? But if you look at like fitness coaches or like, I don't know, um, like spiritual coaches, what have you, then you got to look at like, okay, like if I'm paying $2,000, am I getting that much out of it, right? So it's like, I pay him $2,000 and if I lose 30 pounds, it's like, oh, it's like totally worth it. So if you determine that, then it's like, oh, like I'll totally pay $2,000 because I can't figure out how to do it myself. Like I've been, because a lot of people like you got to realize like, they're trying and they've been trying for a long time, right? They're trying to lose weight. They're trying to, they're trying to find the perfect partner, what have you. And because what they're doing is not working, it's like, okay, I want to get there, like figure out, like just teach me how to do this stuff or like do it for me. And for them, it's like totally worth it. So it's like, um, for you, like you can like, what you can do is like, yeah, like uh, Facebook group interview, like these Skype interviews or Zoom interviews, like um, you can definitely do that. Or mm-hmm. later, if you want to do get leverage, then you can like, just like, hey, just like, I'll pay you. Just like, Give me the results and I'll do the work and let's just make things happen. So it's like two ways of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm more for, you know, I have way more time than I have money, uh, gotcha. or, or that I want to part with money that I want to uh-huh. part with. So, uh, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it from more of a, uh, uh, like I'm trying to build a brand here, you know, yeah. at some point there'll be a book which will follow into something else and maybe at some point coaching. I, I don't know. I mean, what, I don't yeah, know what, man. I don't know what I would, would coach. Um, but you know, I mean, there, there's definitely a plan, uh, there. I'm just trying to get this part of it solid first and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, maintain to work and kind of run itself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot. Of, I mean, when you get into podcasting, you don't, 
you just you you just see this part of it. You think of this part of it because this is the part that you consume, right? Yeah. And so naturally, you're like, oh yeah, I want to be a podcaster. I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and then you 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 go through all of the motions, and then now now you've started a show. And it's like, okay, you start realizing that, oh, the editing process takes a while. Oh, this is, this is taking a while. Oh, uh, you're eight hours in and, and you still haven't got a episode yet to, to, to launch, right? Cause you're in the, yeah. in the process of building it, you know, oh, I got to have an intro. Oh, I got to have an outro. I got, oh, the music. Oh, where am oh, I going to yeah. get that? Um, you know, cause I can't use anybody else's cause I'm going to get, you know, if I have it on YouTube, I'm going to get flagged and I won't be able to get monetized if, if that actually ever happens. Uh, if I get enough views, right? And so there's all these things that you don't know. And, you know, part of a business, the great thing about starting your own or doing your own business from the ground up is that you learn these things. And so now you know them, right? Yeah. Versus having to pay somebody to show me how to do a podcast. Well, I'm not, I mean, yeah, you're showing me, but if I'm not going through it, I'm not learning it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're able so it's to. Like, it's like, it's like both, right? It's like, it's still true. Like, so. So one of my first ever business mentors, what he would tell me is like, you gotta, you need to go through a paradigm in order to understand it. So paradigm is like an idea or like a concept, right? So you need to go through it in order to understand it. A lot of people will tell you money doesn't make you happy, but you don't know if money will make you happy or not until you actually do the thing. Or like, they'll say like, um, like, uh, just sleeping with a bunch of women will make you happy or like, like, well, go through it, then realize if you like it or not, or if it makes you happy or not. But you can't just like mentally masturbate and just think like, and like, uh, it's like, I'm just talking to like anyone in general, right? It's like, you can't just think like, well, like what people say, like, you know, people I see on the news, people who are making money, they're, you know, they're not happy. I'm not going to make a lot of money. Well, they're also not showing people who are broke or not happy. So like, you need to go, like, go through it in order to understand it. And it's so true what you say about actually doing the thing to understand it. Because, like, when I started my first YouTube channel, too, I was like, on the surface, like, a YouTuber is, like, it's so cool talking to the camera, getting the views and the comments, right? But the podcast, is, they look so cool. Like, you know, Jordan, uh, Joe Rogan, like, those guys look so fun. But you actually go through the process, like, oh, like, now you got to get on interviews with people. Now you got to send emails. Now you got to mm-hmm. record it. Now you got to edit it on Audacity. You got to make the show notes. Like, yeah, like, you got to go through the process to actually like, understand, like, oh, like it's kind of like how everyone wants to be a rock star, but they don't want to show up to like practice and like band practice. You know? Yeah. So, so here, so here, here's a funny thing. Yeah. Um, when you're looking for a co-host, and I and I've tried to get one before, I, I have one now, right? And who's actually uh-huh. a podcaster, which makes it better because they understand, like somebody that yeah. has their own show understands everything that goes in it. All right. So if if you try to get a co-host of somebody who doesn't have a show and doesn't understand, hasn't gone through any of that, that's really what they want to do. Oh, Mm -hmm. I just want to show up and record and that's it. All right. I'm done. And it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And then no, there's more to this. Come on. I I didn't bring you here just so you could, (laughs) I need help. You know what I mean? That's part of, that's part of the deal. You know, you're, you want to come and co-host Well, you're going to have to share, share some of the load. I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to teach you how to do that. And in return, I want your labor, right? Yeah. Because I'm I'm having a hard time keeping up. And so I'm willing to teach you everything I know, but in return, you're going to have to give me some of your time and then then I'll let you go, you know, because once you've learned it, uh, you know, I I, I want you to go out and do it yourself. And, And, but if you want to stay, you can stay, right? Yeah. But you know, so, it's, yeah. I, I'm I'm I would I would want to teach somebody how how to be the best at it that they possibly could through what I know, and um, yeah, I mean that's just kind of kind of how how it works. And with the co with the co host thing, I mean that's exactly what it is. They people just they want to they want to show up, and yeah. that you know the people that don't understand it want to just show up and and talk and then go and that's and be done. Yeah. You know, oh, you're not paying me anything. Okay, well I'm not getting paid. What am I, I going to pay you if I'm not getting paid? You know, it's costing yeah. me to do this. <laughs> yeah. Right now so, it is. Yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, like on the outside, it it looks so glorious and like they, people think it's easy or like they look, they only look at the flash side, right? So like people want to start a business and make a lot of money and like have freedom and like live the laptop lifestyle, have the orange lamp, go have the mansion. But like they don't think about like putting your fucking head down and just like in front of your laptop, just like in the beginning, just like trying to bang your head against the wall, trying to figure this stuff out. Like, 
they don't like see like the 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 the, the nitty gritty, the dirty part, the dirty work. They don't see, mm-hmm. right? They don't because on like we said, like going going back to what I talked about before, like on Instagram, they only show the highlights. Like on YouTube, they only show the shots made, not LeBron putting up, getting up at you know Kobe and LeBron getting up at four or five in the morning, putting shots up, doing ice baths, doing like going to chiropractors and like getting their back adjusted. Like they don't show that stuff because. You know, like it's, it's boring to people, and I, and I get it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's important to, like, you know, like actually, like go through it. As like now, you're like, oh, it's not as easy and glorious as I thought. Mm-hmm. So you learn by doing that way as well. That's why you have so many podcasts out there. I mean, yeah, you may have you may have a million or nine hundred thousand to a million podcasts that have started. But yeah. maybe of those, of those, you have three to four hundred thousand that are actually active and continuing to put content out there on a on a, mm. a consistent basis, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and to your point of oh man, I had something right on my tip of my tongue, man, and I went over to this direction and it just just yeah. went. Um, ah, oh, what was it going to be? Ah, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, it, you know, it's a, it, it's a tough, oh, here it was. Um, so yeah, nobody knows that, you know, on Wednesday night, so Wednesday through Sunday, it's literally, I go, I stay up till midnight working on, uh, you know, either episodes, uh, coming out to editing. I go to, I go to sleep at midnight. I wake up at 5am, you know, Tuesday or Thursday and Friday, I usually have my days booked up until five or six o'clock. Uh, and then from that point on, it's working on episodes and, and until I, you know, I'm so tired. So it's nonstop when, Mm -hmm. when I'm here, you know, uh, and and it's, 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 I'm passionate about what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm doing a service, you know, it's something I enjoy doing. It gives me purpose. Uh, socialization and you know I, I socialize with quite a few people uh there you go you know and and i like it you know to me it's yeah. not it's not work so what, what's the old saying if you're gonna find it if, if you want a good job uh turn turn your 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 passion into your uh oh shit what was it turn turn your hobby into uh, something that you can make money at right mm, yeah you know, I'm a licensed drone pilot. I was doing it as a hobbyist. And then I, I, I was like, well, you know what? Let me turn it into a business. And yeah. I, it's not, I haven't, I haven't made any money that much. I mean, I, I did turn it into a business, but it was something that, okay, well, you know what? It's probably better as a hobby because I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know how to market. I don't know how to, you know what I mean? I'm not a business guy. I'm a, I'm a creative. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and, in any business, you, you a successful business, you have a fa- uh, uh, you have a, a a bunch of different types. You know what I mean? You've got the creatives, you got the numbers people, and you've got I, there's 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 like three or four different types, right? Personality types that yeah. you have to have in a successful business, right? So I'm one of them, but I mean, I I need the other ones around me because I don't know anything mm-hmm. how to do that. So and that goes with you what you're saying, uh, you know, build a team around you. That will support you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether, whether it's, uh, you know, a friend or, you know, somebody that you're in business with, you have to, you can't do everything on your own. You have to be able to have people that are going to, um, support you, right? Mm. And whether it's, you know, uh, mental or, 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 uh, mental support from someone saying that, you know, that you can talk to about your ideas and, hey, look, I'm thinking about doing this, man. I, you know, and for me, when when I get into that mode, it's like when I start when I make up my mind to do something, I don't wait for anybody else to 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 like co-sign it. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, that's a great idea. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like I have the idea and I start talking about it. Yeah. And if I talk to some the same person about it more than three times in nine times out of ten, then that's that's going to go through. I'm going to yeah. see it, see it through to completion because it, you, you talk about it. It's yeah. on your mind. Every time, everything you're thinking about is revolving around it. And so that's why when people say, uh, like the law of attraction, mm-hmm. I, I, I somewhat believe in the law of attraction. I think that, <laughs> that, you know what I mean? But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that if it's something that you really want, it's right in the forefront of everything that you're doing. 
Yeah, it's, it's so true. So have you heard of the RAS, Articular Activation System? Hmm. So it's like, it's like a part of our brain where like you think about something and like that's all you see. So it's like the part of the brain. It's like you think about buying like a Lambo or like you think about buying a Rolex and you walk down the street and all you see is like people wearing lo- Rolex. Yeah, and you're yeah. freaking out because, dude, like last last week, like no one was wearing Rolex. That would have happened. That's the same neighborhood. And it's like, no, it's like it's not because people all of a sudden start wearing Rolex. It's like your brain is searching for that information. Mm-hmm. Right. So with you, you're like oh, I got to make this uh, podcasting happen or like, I got to make this business happen. And like, all you see is like, oh, like different podcast hosts or like, oh, these people starting different businesses. Mm-hmm. Well, there's still people starting podcasts and businesses. It's just like, now you're like searching for that. So it's like, yeah. And uh, another thing is like, so there's a, there's a guy named Russell Brunson. So he's a hundred million dollar uh, CEO. Right. And what he says is like, it's not about the how it's about the who. So what he means is that like, instead of like trying to figure out like how to sell a house, right? For example, it's like, how do I sell a house? You look up on Google, you look up on YouTube. It's like, God, it's so complicated. Like, how do I do this thing? And you try to do it. And like, what happens? You hit a wall and then you procrastinate. It's like, ah, stuff. Ah, let me figure out tomorrow. And then when tomorrow comes, it's like another tomorrow. And you're never able to like sell that house because you're like, dude, this is the complicated, man. Never, never mind. But if you just like, dude, like who knows how to sell a house? Oh, Jimmy, he's a real estate agent called Jimmy. Jimmy, can you, t- uh, can you help me uh, sell the house? He's like, yeah, sure, man. It's like, now you have someone who can help you do that, right? Mm-hmm. So once you figure that out, like you said, like um, have people around you or like meet people who know like different things, right? And for different parts. And like, once you do that, it's like, now it's like a network, like a circle that like, how, how can uh, help and support one another. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then also you're, you know, when you have that in, in your mind all the time, uh, you you're more open and receptive to things that are within that space. Right. So in opportunities that are coming by, because before you wouldn't even have noticed an opportunity that's in that space because you weren't in that space. And so so now it's like, you're hyper aware of everything that's in the space that you're trying to get to. And so opportunities and people that, you know, you're listening to conversations, you're, you're, you're watching uh, threads, you know what I mean? And so you're, you're engaging in it because you want to know more, right? And through knowing oh, yeah. more, it, opportunities arise. Oh, I can go over here and I can be on this person's podcast and that's going to, you know, that'll lead me over to here. So, I mean, it's just about, it's just about awareness and, and, and receiving, right? Yeah. And it's so true because like, well, like you said, right. I, I think we all kind of know what we want in life. It's just that we don't clearly define it. So we miss out on a lot of opportunities. So for me, for example, about like three years ago, uh, I got, I got introduced to one guy and like we would have fun. Like we would go out to like clubs or like bars and like just hang out and like go out and have fun. And I would hear about this guy having a business or something, right? It's like a, it's a business. And I was like, Oh, that's cool, man. And at the time, like I wasn't doing any business. So I'm just like, Oh, business. That's, that's kind of cool. Like I've seen movies or whatever. And now that I started my own business, um, after I did that, then I was like, dude, this guy had like two seven figure businesses. I'm like, what the, f-? you know? And like, so like, I like, I'll like meet up with this guy and like asking him questions. Like we hang out and like eat burgers and stuff. And it's like now, because like you clearly define like, Oh, like now, like I'm starting a business or like I'm working on my business. Like, like I got to meet these people. So like, if you can't like clearly define it or like you don't define it, then like you're, you're going to miss out on so many opportunities, which is why it's so important to clearly define and like reverse engineering the whole process. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, you and you can you can do that with anything though. Doesn't oh, yeah. necessarily That's have right. to be business. You can do that with meeting people. You know, there we go. You know, same same thing. You know, you have to have intention with everything that you're doing. If you're just if you're just flailing about aimlessly, what are you, where are you gonna where are you going? You're gonna yeah. you're gonna run into a wall. Is what's gonna happen? You're gonna boom and and hit, Tell, run into man. something, and then then what? You know. So when you have when you have clear uh clear i mean that's why a vision board is 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 kind of a good thing because it actually it it, it puts intention and attention on right. what it is that you're you're trying to accomplish right mm-hmm. and so i mean yeah just being intentional with anything is is probably a, a one huge key to mm-hmm. succeeding in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish because you clearly yeah. have it you know, out there that, Hey, this is what I'm trying to do. This is the the steps that I'm going to take to get there. If a, a doesn't work, I have a plan B to, mm-hmm. to, you know, try and, and, and get me there. So yeah, I mean, definitely yeah. be intentional with everything you do. 
Yeah, exactly. And and people kind of like think as uh, vision boards are corny and this stuff. I thought that too, until you actually do it. And like now, that's like all you're thinking about. So for example, what I did was like I um so in Korea there's a there's a tower called a uh, 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 like Namsan Tower, right? And like and that tower is like a it's basically like one of those like uh the, the what's that needle in Seattle? What's that called? Oh, the uh, uh, is a space needle. Space needle. I think that's what it is. So it's, it kind of looks like that. Um, it's like a huge touristy spot, right? And like all the tourists go there, and like um, in Korea, like couples go there, and like there's something called a love lock. I think in uh, Paris they have this too. And basically, like they'll write down like um, you know the the one person's name or another person's name. They lock it. it means like their love's like forever, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'd go there, but like I'd write down because at the time I was about like 22 at the time, and my dream was to become a, to become an instructor. Like I wanted to help people uh, with social skills and meeting people. So I'm like, I wrote down the love lock. I went there by myself. It was like a rainy day with my umbrella. I wrote down, so instructor by 24, as in like by I'm 24 years old. At the time I was 22. I locked it. And it's funny because like a few days later, like I didn't realize this, but I had to go serve in the Korean military for two, uh, for about like one, almost like two years, not quite two full years, but like almost like one and a half to two years. I was like, dude, this is never going to happen. Like, this is never going to happen. That's funny. was like, I got out of the military and like, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not 24 yet. And like, I became an instructor. It's, it's nuts, man. Once you figure this out, like, I, like, I completely like, forgot about the whole thing until like, you know, I, I thought about it like yesterday or like a few days ago. I'm like, oh my God, like it did happen. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. So that's why like, it's so important to like define what you want. Because if I didn't like wrote down 24, then like, I don't know when I would have been able to do it. Cause I'm like 24, 24, 24. Gotta make this happen. Gotta make this happen. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean because you know when I got out, you know I was already what thirty, thirty four, thirty one. I don't know thirty. So I mean, like that's like half time. Half my life is already gone, and I, mm-hmm. and that's I'm like, damn, time is running out. Time is running out. You you can't keep. You know you got to figure it out. Oh yeah. You know you got to figure out what you're going to do with your life because you know it's almost over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. yeah. That that was part of the reason why you know I I got to where I was, uh, with with quitting all that. Yeah, I love that man because now you you have a goal, right? You have a clear goal. It's like, oh, like, dude, I gotta make this thing happen. Like, I this is my goal. Gotta make this happen. I gotta make this quick. So yeah, like once you do that, now you have that urgency. Now you have like a purpose, like a reason behind it. And like once you give meaning to things, that's when you it's like, oh, like instead of just saying like, oh, I want to make a lot of money. Like, I wanna I wanna get in shape. Um. If you do that, it's like, oh, it's cool, but like, okay, but you don't have a clear reason why. So it's like, it's like I kind of thought it was kind of corny too when people said like, oh, you got to have a big why. It's the reason why you need that. And like, I feel like that's like a cool saying, but I didn't really internalize it. But it's like, once you give meaning, it's like, no, like I got to make this thing happen because my time is running out. Or if I don't make this happen, then I'm going to be miserable. And if I do make this happen, like all my dreams are going to come true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So once you get meaning to that, it's like, oh, like, like you find out the steps. You'll figure it's crazy. Like, like you'll figure out like how capable you are and like, like how you can like exhaust all the resources and like still find the resources and like be resourceful. That's crazy. Yeah. You'll, you'll figure out a way, you know, I mean, to, to skin anything, you know, if you want yeah. it bad enough. Hold on one second. So good. Riley, come here. Come here, buddy. Get over here. So they're barking at something in the in the window in the back. He wants to get in on this too. Co-host. Lay down. Lay down, buddy. Yeah, so it's better to have him right there than barking at something. There making making noise. Um yeah, but anyways, we're we're at about uh fifty six minutes. So I mean we, we killed it on that. I went by quick. Blue, man. Well, good conversations always go by fast, right? Oh yeah. So is there anything uh, you want to plug for yourself, uh, you know, your spaces, places, uh, anywhere that, you know, you want people to be able to find you? Uh, you said you got a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, absolutely. So so if you're listening to this right now and, like, you, you kind of like what we talked about and maybe you're struggling with social anxiety, you're struggling with talking to people and connecting with people, maybe you feel alone, maybe you don't have a great support system around you, maybe you want to learn how to communicate with people, um, then well, all you can do is, like, uh, join our Facebook group. We do free trainings there and we uh, help people meet people, network with people, not running out of things to say, how to communicate with people properly, how to how to be more outgoing with each other kind of stuff for free. So you can go to uh, our Facebook group. It's called Social Circle Secrets. 
social skills and networking systems. And I'm sure we can like link it down in the show notes. And um, yeah, you can happy to have you to say like um, Sean sent you and um, yeah, we'll take care of you. We'd be happy to have you. Awesome, man. That's great. Uh, and yeah, it will be available in the show notes as usual. Uh, all my places, spaces and my guest places and spaces will be available there uh, to just drop down and, and hit a link and it'll take you where you want to go. Uh, but yeah, I want to thank you for coming on the show and giving me some of your time today. And, uh, it was good to meet you. And, uh, I look forward to, uh, maybe talking to you again sometime, checking back in. Sean, thank you, man. It was awesome. Yeah. You too, brother. You've been listening to the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. Sean is a single dad, a union blue collar guy, and he spent time in federal and state prison for drug trafficking and fraud. When he was released from prison in 2006, all he had was the clothes on his back, a bag of mail, and some paperwork. Since then, he's turned his life around and shares the struggles and successes on this podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you were moved to connect to the show. Book a guest spot. For merch, Patreon, PayPal, and social media links, go to linktr.ee slash nowhere to go but up. On Instagram at nowhere to go but up now. On Twitter at but up now. On the YouTube channel at nowhere to go but up podcast. See you next time.